0: Welcome, one and all, to Talking the Walk, Real People Seeking a Real God. Uh, We're going to continue on our march here of podcasts. We're kind of growing our wings and trying to figure out what is this podcast all about, what do we cover in it. For the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about a heavy topic, pain and suffering. How does that play out in the life of someone trying to live for a supposedly... Uh, benevolent, merciful God, and uh, we've looked at quite a few situations there, but we also want this podcast to be about more than just uh, heavy-hitting topics, um, in which every week we're going to unpack. You've heard a couple of interviews. We also want to try out a segment here and uh, get a feel for how this is going to work, where we do a bit of a, a response to a recent sermon. So in this episode, we're going to be looking at a recent sermon uh, given by Tracy, and it was titled, The Calit- the politically correct Christian. What does that mean to be politically correct? And uh, who are you being politically correct? Who are your politics with? Are they with God? Are they with uh, people around you? So let's uh, dive right in and take a listen into more more in-depth insight behind the message, Politically Correct Christian. If you haven't heard that message and would like to listen to it, it's uh, linked in the description as well as featured on our website, ChampagneChurch.tv.
1: All right, now is Casey Kasem with the top forty countdown? That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you he some, had that voice. I could hear some
0: grovel in my voice earlier. I was like, I don't know if that's the barbecue or what. Well, cold season going around. Uh, political correctness? Yes.
1: What's the deal with that? <laughs> what, <laughs> what's the deal? A lot of people wonder about that. Why was I? Why was I preaching on the politically correct Christian? Right?
0: Yeah. Well, well, and also just in general, I mean, what's uh, – is there anything in your mind that you feel like it's kind of goofy in order to, to like –
1: I mean, why that topic? Oh Well, I mean, first of all, it's a, it's a topic that evokes a lot of emotion in people oh, um, and, and, and on both sides. I mean, there are people that, that feel very strongly uh, about it in certain issues, and then there are people that just the, the phrase turns them off. And, um, they say don't go there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. They they and and as a matter of fact, it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, all the different things that what is what is politically correct, what is not politically correct. A study just came out from the University um, of Wisconsin uh-huh. that has now determined that. The term politically correct has such a negative connotation in our society that the term politically correct is, in and of itself, politically incorrect. It now. ate itself. It, 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 it turned on itself oh, exactly. Oh man! And, um, and 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 the reason is is because it can kind of get out of out of control, I guess, and and it just turns out to be a a a, a whipping. Like a, how? A, a, how can Well, like I say, it's throat? a whip that I can throw out there. It's something that when I just don't like something you say. Uh huh. And you so I can I can ignore actually what you say by attacking how you say it. Like that's not PC. You can't say that. Exactly. How dare you say something uh-huh. like instead of actually um, uh, analyzing the content? Is is there content and substance to what is being said? We focus on the verbiage. How did it get said? Uh-huh. And, and I mean, it certainly is true. I mean, what you say and how you say it does have an effect on people. Well,
0: and I know I gra- I very much take hold of those. If I hear other people, I'm very much I blend in. So if I hear other people could get offended by this, I've trained myself since my high school years of not having a filter. To uh-huh. have a filter. And so I right. pay attention to it. So I don't say Merry Christmas anymore. I say Happy Holidays. Yeah. Just out of instinct. I mm-hmm. don't have any real passion one way or another what I say. Right. But I do realize that I am susceptible to being
1: told you should say it this way. However, you uh, were you in college? Were you at the U of I when they did the whole, you know, kick the chief out and, and that, all of that sort? Uh, many things happened during my tenure. Yeah. That was in the middle of it. That yes. was in the, So that was a huge, it, a politically correct battle. Yep. That affected, you know, Champagne, Urbana, particularly because of the U of I and how. And now I th- the battle I, I just read in the newspaper in the Gazette the other day how it's it's kicking back up again, because uh, the the people that wanted it, you know, out and no longer having the chief and such, they're upset now because the music is still there. The band still plays the chief's song, and there are requests by certain parties
0: to get sections of the performance back in to football routines or right,
1: like right once a year or different things like that. So, yeah, it, it kind of never goes away. And the point is, is the point of the lesson has nothing to do with politics. Like I, I really don't want to get involved in politics, okay? And when I say politics, I'm talking about government, local government, things like that. But when you think of the word politics, it basically means how things run, how, how things are governed. Hmm. And so, you know, we worry about political correct, you know, being correct and non-offensive about how things are and how things run. But the politically correct Christians got to really think through, Well, how are things really run? Our paradigm and perspective is different. We see the world differently. We see it through the eyes of I'm a disciple of Jesus. I'm a child of God. And that is more important than the world and the world I live in. And I want to be correct with God in what I say. I don't want to offend God with Mm -hmm. what I say or maybe what I don't say. Well, see, so that's hard
0: because a lot of I'm not tuned to think in a conversation with somebody I have to be more concerned with if I am offending God by what I'm right. saying, how I'm saying it, than the person I am talking to. A lot of times, I, I like might yeah. think about God maybe later. Or... Well, maybe
1: we'll get to some of that because okay. there, and as I think, a, a politically correct as far as God is concerned, is less to do with words, mm-hmm. taboo words, and more to do with taboo subjects. Hmm. Uh, you know, and we don't talk about that sin. We don't talk about that struggle. We don't bring this up. We don't ask that question. Mm. Um, and maybe God wants us to ask that question. Maybe we should be asking that question. Mm. Maybe because you know, it's
0: very important to God.
1: Uh, uh, yes. And, and mm. so that to me in that type of political, it's, it's a bit different because it's not like mm-hmm. this, you know, this is a, a taboo word and, but you know, it's, it's, the the political correct. I I got to be honest with you. I also picked the title and stuff because this kind of stuff just drives me crazy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> political correctness in society in our world, and and it, it just drives me up the wall. And I feel like people just need to take a chill pill and relax. So maybe bit. not the fact that it is it exists, but the point to which it has gotten. Yeah, is, so for, for instance, like uh, you know, some schools have have changed the uh, the old nursery rhyme, Baba Black Sheep to Baba Rainbow Sheep. What's because a rainbow sheep? I have no idea, but I mean I know there's black sheep and white sheep. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know what a rainbow sheep is, but they did it because, you know, that they did not want to appear racist. And uh, that, like I said, it things like that and 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 uh, the term some different universities and University of Wisconsin, they they came out with a lot of these uh, maybe they're just really concerned about that up in Wisconsin. They're,
0: they're focused. They're
1: focused. Um, they they won't use the storm the the, the term brainstorming like okay, hey we're going to have a brainstorming session uh-huh. or whatever. Seems, Be, seems okay. Seems mm-hmm. uh, unless you have epilepsy and that could that could uh, offend you. So we don't want to offend you or possibly offend you. So we call it. Thinking? Thinking session. But I don't know what is that. Maybe that will offend stupid people who can't think. I don't, But maybe I, I'm being politically incorrect in even saying that. Yes, right. Probably so. They're going to shut down this podcast. Because <laughs> someone's going to turn Some, me yeah, off. Somebody's going to parachute through the window. <laughs> uh, and, and one that really got me, this was hilarious, actually, Xbox. Uh, uh-huh. and, and I guess, and you could help me out on this. You're a better gamer than I or more up on that. But I guess they... You know, people go online through Xbox and game with one another and everything. Yeah, and right. I guess you tell them who you are and where you're from or whatever. Yeah, you might have a little account that has some statistics about you. and Right, you can right. Little put down little profile yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. And so a person filled it out, and they said they came from Fort Gay, West Virginia. And is that a real place? That is a, it's a real town. It's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. Okay, But because it was Fort Gay, West Virginia, they, they kicked them off because that was offensive. Mm. And yet that's their city.
0: They go, here's this punk that might offend, you know, this
1: group or that group. Right. So, right. Because they use the word gay and it happened to be the name of the town. And of course they had to come back and apologize to the person, you know. Sure. You the mean, whole town, maybe. Well they should have just the whole Goog- fort. used Google and look it up yeah, and say, is helped. it a real town? But things like that. It's just and like I said, you know, the, the it, it's gotten to the point and it is kind of with me. I gotta confess the term politically correct is offensive to me. It gives you a twinge. It gives me a twinge. I just go, uh-huh. "Come on, people." I mean, I'm I'm a country boy from Texas and I don't get upset with Jeff Foxworthy making fun of rednecks. Mm. You know, I mean, I'm just going, "Give me a break. It's a joke." Mm-hmm. I wish more people had that Mm. Uh, mentality uh, about certain Another things. Another thing that but I've noticed,
0: I, and we've talked a little bit about this, we don't have to dive into this because it's not the lesson, but the fact that we can easily record things more easily than we used to right, also brings this at the forefront of everyone's mind. What am I saying? How am I saying it? Oh, Every absolutely. word counts. Something you said 30 years ago can come back and haunt you in big ways. Yes, yes, and that's people happened. will blow that up. So, So in many ways, what we're talking about, I think it's I think it's smart to use this because what you're doing in this lesson is you're trying to take something that we're all familiar with and we have different stances on and then say, forget other people and what they're thinking about what you're saying. Let's put God in that position. Exactly. But here's the thing. God does know what you did 30 years ago (laughs) and how you're saying it now. And he cares about how you are conducting your everyday life.
1: And the thing different about God, though, is I don't think God— if I, if I understand the Bible correctly, he's not going to take something I said 30 years ago and hold me accountable today for it. Mm. He's going to say, okay, you, you were an idiot back then. I understand that. But you've grown. You've learned. You've changed. Yeah, you and, can and move past you it. You can mature. You've mm-hmm. matured beyond that. Today, that is sometimes as you know, we, we've seen examples of, mm-hmm. you know, a, a recording or a, a video or something that somebody took 20 years ago or said 20 years. And they're going, whoa, this just surfaced. And, and it causes all this brouhaha. And I'm just going, what in the world, you know, give me a break. Who hasn't done something stupid 20 years ago? Right. You're allowed to make mistakes. I hope so because I'm, I'm pretty good at it, <laughs> you know, type of a deal. And, and you know, we have a saying, you know, because it's very hard to try to please everybody. I don't know if you've ever tried to do that. Live a lifestyle where you please everybody. Mm-hmm. And I've determined in my life that I can't do that. mm So I've taken the opposite tact. Instead of trying to please everybody, I've just got to figure out who are the people that I really, really don't want to Mm. get mad at me. Okay? And and, and focus on that. And God is number one on that list. And that's Mm. kind of why I'm politically correct. Christian is I don't want God to be offended by me certainly
0: makes it a lot more manageable.
1: Right. And then after that comes my wife, all right? Yeah, you know? And then, of course, the people that are closest to me, you know, I, because I, if I'm trying to please everybody, I'm going to disappoint mm. somebody. So I'm thinking, mm. okay, who do I not want to disappoint? Let me start that way. Okay. So there you have it. Okay. Yeah. So... Uh, I, I, I
0: kind of recently heard a, of a public speaking thing, and you gave this lesson, politically right. correct Christian. I recently heard, you know, if if you could sum up your entire point, what's the point of you getting up and talking for 30 minutes on this uh, in one sentence? what yeah. could that be the, the, what, what is the the main point of oh, what you're trying to say
1: i wish you'd have given me time to write that sentence down so i would sound okay, like man. i was so concise real people real people we're just spitball one <laughs> sentence tracy yeah, didn't you No, know we're not brainstorming p- though we're, we're spitballing. spitballing we're yeah i can't it is is if you want to be politically correct make sure you're politically correct with god mm. how's that that's good yeah yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah, there I could you go. I could walk away from thirty <laughs> minutes and go. That's all I remembered. Right. Okay. Okay. Don't offend God. Well, but okay. So that's good. So we've got the main right. the main point, the main gist. How did you? How, what motivated you to to get to this point? I mean, you said it, it's kind of a catchy well, subject, so it political might get some Correctness
1: has begun to infringe upon our faith. I believe it challenge. When I say infringe, maybe that's a, not an accurate word. It it, it become Begins to really challenge. Now, I, I'm all mm. for, look, Don't I understand not wanting to offend people. I understand wanting to be considerate and sensitive <laughs> to others. I think we need to be that. Uh, we're called to be sensitive and considerate.
0: Sure. So that's now, something
1: to live up to. Exactly. That's a biblical, regardless. that's a, a Christ-like thing. However, um, I, that doesn't mean that there are no absolutes. That doesn't mean there is no right or wrong um and 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 there's a lot of political correctness in the world uh when it comes to morality when it comes to even you know God and being saved or being lost or whatever that yeah. it is considered politically incorrect to take a stand there's a very i forget the the, the actual term is i am I'm losing it right here is um Excuse me, which is, is like there is no right and wrong. What's right for you is right for you. What's right for me is right for me. And, I mean, it's like postmodern relativism. Rel- or yeah, everything's relative. And, and, and certainly I believe that there are certain things in the world that that's true. Mm. Okay, like you can say Hannah is the most beautiful woman in the world. She's the greatest wife in the entire world. Mm-hmm. And that's right for you.
0: Yes, I would say that. I wouldn't say that. Say that.
1: Anna, if you're listening exactly i I would say Phyllis is the most beautiful woman in the world, and sure Phyllis is the greatest one, and that would be right for me, so in that case yeah it's 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 relative, you know there are uh-huh. no absolutes in that, but with God, there are some things that are absolutes, mm. and we can't be oh don't say that, you can't say that there's a right, nor right. well, maybe I can't, but God can, mm. and God did, and I've got a choice whether I'm going to be politically correct with him or with. You know what my culture is trying to tell mm, me, mm. and so that's kind of what motivated this because it it really is beginning to challenge. I had a friend uh tell me not too long ago a guy that teaches here at the church, and because of what you said about things being recorded right he goes you know on the, on the issue of morality, particularly involving homosexuality, he goes i can't teach what the Bible." says about that and because if anybody finds out I could get fired from my job Mm -hmm. so what he teaches in his church could get him fired from his job Mm -hmm. because that's kind of the pressure of society that's that's happening today so I think it's a very relevant subject Um, you know we've we've had people in here giving podcast interviews who have said don't record this don't record I can't I can't talk about this because I could get fired from my job for saying something. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very real – is it a form of of persecution perhaps? Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe that's – I I, I think you
0: could turn it into a form of persecution if you let it. I I mean – I definitely think, and because I've, I've sort of perused what you're trying to cover here, I definitely think you provide, uh, the Bible provides, and you point us to a few options as to not get stuck and be like, oh, well, I guess I have to you know, be right. this, this rude, offensive
1: um,
0: um, disciple Christian who's going to right. offend everybody around me. I think there are ways to go about well, this. Ad-
1: admittedly, I think there are some people who, who call themselves Christians that basically make us all look bad. Because they act like jerks, there and, is there and, is some of that, and, and they're loud. And, and 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 I may agree with their core conviction or mm-hmm. decision, mm-hmm. but the way they handle it and the 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 anger, how they've taken, we disagree on this. Therefore, you're the enemy. I hate you. You're evil. They take it to that extreme. You no, know, that. I don't think we need to take it there. I didn't see Jesus really taking it there. I think there was a few times he got with the religious leaders. It was interesting. The only people he got that harsh with Mm -hmm. were the religious leaders. Who, like, should know better. Who should know better. Yeah. Yeah. With the common people who were... Dealing with immorality or greed or whatever, he uh, he didn't get that harsh with. Yeah, in many
0: ways, you could see him meeting them where they are.
1: Yeah, yeah, which, was in, which is a, uh, something I think all of us as Christians need to really consider and think about. Well,
0: okay, so we're talking about Jesus, probably a good person to talk about. All right. at The Champagne Church of Christ. It, it, he is in the name. Uh-huh. Um, he said in John fourteen six and 7, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father, meaning God, uh, the kind of supreme being, except through me. Right, and you kind of hit on this in your lesson in terms of let's let's look to what Jesus is saying about the absolute things. You said there are some absolute things,
1: certainly, and and this would be today an incredibly politically incorrect thing to say. Hmm. Why is that? Because it's it's exclusive. It's not all inclusive. I mean, he he says no one can come to the Father except through me. He he didn't say, you know, you can't come to the Father, but he did limit. Mm. It's got to be through him. It would have been way different
0: different if he said, I am a way, right? A truth, a
1: life, that, and, that, and I am one of the ways you can get to one the Father. One of the ways you can right. get but to but the Father, but he didn't. He was very exclusive in what he said. And, you know, this was echoed by the apostles later. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, this was a common theme throughout the New Testament Mm -hmm. uh, that that this is it. Because if you think about our planet today, and you just look at the demographics, you look at the division of faiths, if you will, um, that one or two sentences by Jesus pretty much condemned the majority of the planet right now. Right. uh, Who do not accept him as the way. Do not accept him as the truth or the life. Mm-hmm. Do not accept him as the way to the father. They have other paths, be it Buddha or, mm-hmm. or enlightenment or, or Allah or uh, maybe the Jewish faith, which is, is looking for, you know, something else and mm-hmm. uh, waiting for another Messiah mm-hmm. or the atheists mm-hmm. uh, or, or the agnostic or now, whatever. Granted,
0: they might not be going towards
1: the father, but they're definitely not saying you are it. But they're already condemned because they're not going through him. That's sure. what I'm saying. I mean, right, they're, yeah. they're not trying to go towards anybody. They're not. But, but, but what I'm saying, he, his but, statement would have condemned Yes, Yes, but yeah, right, exactly, right. Yeah. Um, And, and so it, it, it implies, even from his statement, you need to go through me. Not just I am the way. He's implying, though, I'm the way and you need to be going this way. Mm-hmm. This is where you need to be. And that's a very exclusive thing to say. <sighs> so it was a very Hello.
0: politically incorrect thing to say. What do we – do we have those people coming to shut us down?
1: I don't down? know. Before the podcast gets some out. Sort of some
0: ladder action going on outside. I think it was somebody throwing away ch- trash. Okay. So uh, the way we kind of covered that truth, we sort of talked about truth a little bit in the sense of both here and, and in other podcasts in terms of like how do people come to grips with – there There might just be one absolute truth to some right. things. Um, we're not talking opinions about Wives here we're, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, we're talking about like this is it well
1: again that's a, that's something that we've got to make decisions on and and, and it, it does kind of get a little bit um um confusing How because so. you could say, because say well, you know this is what I believe, I know that's what you believe, this is what I believe, and it is true that at, at some point in time, I've got to make a decision. Mm-hmm. you've got to make a decision, everybody's got to make a decision, this is what I believe. Or as some people will tell me, I don't choose to believe that.
0: Ah, so there's like an ownership aspect. it. There's an ownership
1: that, yeah. that you can say this is what I believe. It. Yeah. But what we've also got to see is, is just because I believe it or just because I choose not to believe it does not for that reason make it true or not true. Right. And Jesus is saying, I am the truth. So what that puts is the onus is on me now. I got to figure it out. I got to figure out what Jesus is talking about. Mm. I need to discover him and what he means when he says, I am the truth. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not free to make up my own.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not free to make up my own version of it. Even though in some way I kind of do, because I decide what I believe, I just pray it's what he meant. You know, mm-hmm. I, I try to be honest with myself, it's, it's like with my three kids, you know, when they were little kids, you know, they're watching TV and it's at night and I, I tell them, okay, guys, you're going to go to bed. Time to go to bed, and they beg me, "No, no, we won't. We won't finish watching this show. Whatever, right?" I said, "Okay, okay. Look, here's what we're gonna do: when commercial comes on, go get your pajamas on, then come back. Then come back, right? Finish yourself. As soon as the show's over, boom, let's go. You're you're off to bed." And they say, "Okay." So I go back and do this. I come back, show's over, nobody's in their pajamas, nobody's ready. Oh no! I, be, I, be, I, I, I said, "Wait a minute, guys! Didn't I tell you?" Get your pajamas out. Didn't I tell you, yeah, but 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 I, you don't understand. Uh, this happened and this happened. And mm-hmm. I'm just going, guys, you knew what I wanted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I thought you meant, No, don't worry about what you thought of. You, I, I was very clear. Or <laughs> right? well, I'll speak in English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes we do that with God. God can, or Jesus, I'm the truth. And, and the Bible can be very clear when we say, yeah, but you don't understand. Mm-hmm. The way I was raised was... Blah blah blah, mm-hmm. or yeah, but that just didn't sound right to me. That mm-hmm. didn't sound fair to me, or whatever we do to mm-hmm. it to put to to put a twist on it. Sure, and Jesus would go look. Uh, I'm the truth. Mm-hmm. Okay, your job is to figure out exactly what I'm talking about, and if you know, and and dig into it. And that's one thing that we really strive to stress here is get in your Bible, stay in your Bible keep in your bible. You've been around 20, 30 years. Guess what? You need to be in your bible more and more and more and more and mm. more. Um always searching. I have been doing this my whole life literally. Uh, and now 53 years old, sneaking up on 54 in about a month. Heyo. Hello by maybe by the time this podcast is is posted. You're already there. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I'm already I'm still changing. I'm still changing the way I see things and growing and maturing, mm-hmm. and striving for the truth. So, uh, yeah, it's a very politically incorrect thing for Jesus to say, I am the truth. But um, that's what he said. And sure. so I want to be politically correct with him yeah. And, yeah, and try to find that truth.
0: But that's okay. And that's great. That's internal. Mm-hmm. But another big reason why you set out to give this lesson was more the external stuff. And that's where I see at the end him saying, I am the life in that, you know, the life he is living is the one that all people on right. earth should be imitating right. um, in many ways. And that's where you start interacting with people. And that life is then where you start having conversations with people. If I was having this conversation with so-and-so, sure. how would Jesus be ha- having that conversation right. rather than how can I maintain political correctness in this conversation? Exactly,
1: And, and, and even though I don't want to be overtly offensive— that doesn't mean I can change that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life, mm. and no one comes to the Father except through Him. I can, you know, if I say that, I may offend you. Mm-hmm. Now I hope it's not because I'm offensive in how I say it, but I've still got to get that message out. And if I believe that message, wouldn't I get it out? Like, like the 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 the, uh, the illustration of the doctor. You don't want to go to a doctor who would sit there and go, oh, gee, you know, Bob Bob has this cancer and treatment's going to be really, really hard and tough on him and he's going to hate it. He's probably going to be mad at me if I tell him he's got cancer. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to scream at me that I'm an idiot and demand a second opinion or a third opinion. And so he might not even come back to me. He might find another doctor. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm just going, Bob, you're fine. Everything checked out okay. It's fine. Yeah, You feel good? I well, do. then I feel good. You don't want a doctor like that. Mm. Okay? I mean, I'm assuming you don't. None no, of us do. No, I wouldn't. Right. Well,
0: and I think the, the, the power behind that illustration is the doctor didn't cause the, the illness. Right. The doctor is purely there to make observations and, and hand
1: me useful information. That you can decide, I'm going to start treatment or not. I mean, right. right well, right. but
0: in that moment, with having a conversation with somebody, sure. if this this scripture should come to mind and be applicable, um, you know, the, I think the, the 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 cause for friction there is the political correctness kind of chokes out the fact that I'm not, you know, I, I'm not causing this person to right. believe or not believe what I'm
1: saying. I'm just, I just throw it out there. Don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. And and th- th- as things get on, I mean, you go into that other verse in First John um, that was in First John chapter two, verses five and six, where John was telling people that if anyone obeys the word, love for God is truly made complete in them. Now that first of all, he's saying that he's okay. You got to obey the word. Hmm. It's not just saying I love God. Hmm. Few people who are believers would ever say anything different. I mean, an atheist would, but but he's, you know, but a believer, of, of course I love God. How God, dare yeah. you question my love for God? And then mm-hmm. we get upset and angry, but John is saying, if you obey his word, then that love is now complete. Meaning mm-hmm. it's it's like, it's an incomplete love. If I just say I love God mm-hmm. and get fuzzy, warm feelings on a Sunday morning, what what about my life? What about what's going on? And then... He goes on to say, "This is how we know we are in Him." I mean, that's how do I know if I am in the way? How do I know if I am with the truth and, and the life? How do I know? Mm. He says, "Whoever claims to live in Him must live as Jesus did." Mm. That word "must" again is that exclusive, yep, include not you know inclusive of everybody, but. It, it, you, it draws you, a line. It draws a line. Yeah, I said yep. you, you got to do this, man. We got to live mm-hmm. like Jesus lived. It's more than just going to church, you know. It's more than just saying I love God. It's more than saying mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. I wear a gold cross around my neck. You know, look at me. I serve the poor. Come on, mm-hmm. um, I got to live as Jesus did. Uh, other translations say must walk like he did. That mm-hmm. means like every day, like we talk, we're talking the walk. If you claim to live in him, you gotta do this. That's not a popular message, even among mm. Christians today. Mm-hmm. We make excuses, churches make excuses uh and 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 concessions for not walking like Jesus did mm. in order to i can I can only think to get more people in.
0: Uh, and or to fit with the times. Well, I mean, and, and
1: that's how, why you fit with the times. The only yeah. reason you want to fit with the times is because you want to get more people in. Yeah. And, and you don't want to offend the person who maybe has this lifestyle or that lifestyle or this habit or this character sin or that. You don't want to offend them. You don't want to ostracize mm-hmm. them. So you just say, this is all okay. And you use a phrase like our, uh, the, the Pope did just, the you other. Know, who am I to judge? Well, I, I'm really not one to judge. Yeah, that is true, but but Jesus is, and the Scripture says, if you live in with, if you're going to live with Him or in Him, you must live like He did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And these are, are are important messages that we have to stand up for. I think mm-hmm. to not offend God. I think it's offensive to God when we compromise. The way, mm. when we compromise the truth, when we compromise the life
0: mm-hmm.
1: when we accept or by our silence condone other ways to God other than jesus and that 's the thing that strikes me upside the head probably the most in
0: all this is you can easily Rolodex through things that you're actively doing that right. might be contrary to any of these three truth way life but it's the stuff that you don't do that I think for me it resonates the most. Where I, have well, to, what do you mean? Like, like it's really hard to think through all of the what am I not doing to to fully represent what God would want sure, me to be sure. doing here. Uh, I mean, part and partly because that's hard because the list is very long because I could be doing lots of things, <laughs> right? But I think in many ways I, I feel comfortable hiding behind i 've done enough or i 'm mm-hmm. doing things in this way or that way, but really taking it a, a kind of a moment by moment or step right. by step analysis of what am I not doing here that is uh, kind of shirking my 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 kind of yeah uh, and, and
1: I think honestly the, the, with the grace of God and and the god 's mercy because God I believe, if I understand the Bible correctly, sees this as a journey, the very fact that you ask those questions. Mm and are analyzing yourself means you you've you've already got the right heart Mm -hmm. it's it's like you know that old joke about uh the 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 wife asking the husband you know do you love me they've been married 25 years and he goes what do you mean do you love do you know i told you i loved you the day i married you Mm -hmm. and if i change my mind i'll let you know know, right the old stupid joke but it's kind of like no, a marriage. You're always considering your relationship with your wife, and it's growing, and it's changing, and it's maturing, and prayerfully becoming deeper and more expressive, et cetera, So on and so forth. Uh, same way with God.
0: Hmm.
1: If I, I, none of us live like Jesus lived, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, you know, fifty two weeks a year. None of us do that. But if we're on that road, we're always saying, you know what. How am I? Am I? I'm evaluating. I'm looking because I want to be like Jesus. I want to, mm. I want God's love to be complete in me. I want to obey His word. I want to live that life, and I'm striving to, and I'm constantly working on that uh, to be in 2015, you know, the best Jesus imitator I can be. Mm. Then I think I'm on that road, and I'm not worried about you know my 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 you know, is this offending this person or that person. Ultimately I'm I'm worried about, okay, God, I want to honor God. I want to respect God. I want to show consideration and sensitivity to God mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost. And if I can do that without offending other people, then, you know, okay, bonus. But if it does offend other people, I try to make it not be because I'm a jerk
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I'm offensive, but Thank because there are absolutes, and that offends them. I can't help that mm-hmm. um i I've, I've got a decision to make do I follow do I offend him, or do I offend you? and if that's the choice i'm I'm sorry you're going to lose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, it's not up to you what you're stewarding um well, I mean it, it could be you could say i'm not
1: well, my to... only decision is who do I follow right yeah, after that, the other decisions you are basically continue made to follow yes. right right, yeah. exactly.
0: Well, um, speaking of not offending people, I should probably call my wife back, who: uh, Well has, also this podcast may have gone out. long enough.: it's, uh, that we, we probably won't even hear what we're talking about
1: right now. Well uh, yeah, or we'll, we'll edit out the, uh, the latter crash. crash outside. So, yeah.
0: No, but this is great. I mean, great to consider what we're saying, what we're not saying and how we're saying it, such that we're, we're uh, making sure that we're not offending God by yes. any of those things, rather than being so concerned with offending other people um, by what we're saying, not saying, or how we're saying it.
1: That's it. I mean, get, let's get our priorities in order. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, God's first. And, uh, you know, the spouse is second. <laughs> I say, you know, the kids are third right. or whatever. And um, I guess that's what I can say when I call her back. There you go. Well, yeah, I'm mean, going in the middle of a podcast. But, yeah, you <laughs> you better give her a call. Okay. All right. <laughs> There you have it, a little bit of background on how that
0: sermon and lesson came together. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this look at maybe a little bit of how how these types of things come, come to be in terms of a regular Sunday morning, you know, lesson. How, what's the thought process behind some of that? We'll be uh, trying to feature some responses to sermons in future uh, podcasts. It probably won't be an entire episode devoted to that. Maybe it might, but um, we're thinking maybe more of a like a smaller segment on a podcast. So if you have any thoughts on how we treat these types of responses or would be willing to contribute in the future... uh, Any ideas of how to take the podcast, where to go with it, please feel free to reach out on our Facebook page, Champagne Church of Christ, or, you know, we have an email, a Gmail address, champagnechurch at gmail.com. Looking forward to uh, coming back next week and hearing more about real people seeking a real God.